Hello, Green Tribe. Welcome to another episode of Green Tribe Talk, your go-to podcast for all things sustainable living. I'm Terry, your host, and I'm joined by the wonderful Anjali. How are you doing, Anjali? Hi, Terry. I'm doing great. Excited to dive into today's topic. So what are we talking about today? Well, Anjali, today's episode is sticking to the theme of Valentine's, and we're going to take a closer look at the horrifying statistics about Valentine's Day and discuss the environmental impact of the traditional celebrations. Oh, that sounds interesting. But first, let's quickly revisit our own sustainable celebrations from Valentine's. Terry, you had a very unique way of celebrating, didn't you? Absolutely. Instead of the usual material gifts, I decided to gift an experience to my partner. We attended a beautiful candlelit concert, creating memories that will last a lifetime without contributing to unnecessary waste. That sounds amazing, Terry. As for me, I had a plastic-free Galentine celebration with my closest friends. We focused on creating a meaningful and eco-friendly gathering, sharing clear of single-use plastics. It's heartening to know that we can celebrate friendships and loved ones sustainably. So, let's shift our focus to the darker side of Valentine's Day. The environmental impact. Dun, dun, dun. Indeed. Did you know that the amount of waste generated during Valentine's Day is staggering? According to the Environmental Protection Agency, the production and disposal of greeting cards alone contribute to thousands of tons of waste each year. According to the Greeting Card Association, an estimated 145 million Valentine's cards are exchanged annually in the United States alone. The production of these cards involves a significant resource consumption and contributes to the deforestation of forests for paper pulp. That's horrifying. And honestly, it's not just the cards. The excessive consumption of flowers, chocolates and other gifts adds to the environmental toll. For instance, the cut flower industry often relies on harmful pesticides and generates substantial carbon emissions due to transportation. The journey of the flowers from farm to consumer often involves excessive packaging and the use of refrigerated transport, contributing to the significant carbon footprint of the industry. And the Sierra Club reports that some flower farms use harmful pesticides impacting both the environment and the health of the workers. And let's not forget about the packaging. All those heart-shaped boxes and excessive wrapping paper, it's heartbreaking to think about the impact of all this waste on our planet. The National Retail Federation estimates that consumers in the United States spend billions of dollars on chocolates for Valentine's each year. The packaging of chocolate often involves non-recyclable materials like foil and plastic, contributing to the growing issue of plastic pollutions. I know, it's crazy to think about the waste associated with just a single day of celebrations. Like, the single-use plastic impact of Valentine's is huge. Many traditional Valentine's gifts come with excessive single-use plastic packaging, like plastic wrap, ribbons, and plastic trays. And the Plastic Pollution Coalition reports that over 32 million metric tons of plastic waste are generated annually, and a significant portion of this waste comes from packaging material. And in terms of waste generation, the Clean Air Council estimated that the production and disposal for Valentine's Day cards alone results in the destruction of thousands of trees and contributes to the generation of thousands of tons of waste each year. The surge in disposable items during Valentine's Day include decorations, party supply, which all add to the overall waste stream. It's shocking. And even with some of the gifts that you're given, like the impact of jewellery is huge. 
like the mining and production of metals and gemstones for jewelry can have a severe environmental consequence, including habitat destruction, water pollution, and energy consumption. The Earthworks organization highlights the environmental and social impacts of metal mining, and they're urging consumers to consider sustainable and ethically sourced jewelry options instead. For carbon footprint of Valentine's Day celebration, the transportation of Valentine's good, including flowers, chocolates, contributes to a significant carbon footprint due to long-distance shipping and refrigerated transportation. Encouraging consumers to choose local and seasonal options can help reduce the carbon impact of these goods. Absolutely, Green Tribe. It's crucial to be aware of these statistics and consider more sustainable alternatives. Whether it's choosing locally sourced flowers, often for eco-friendly gift wrap, or better yet, gifting experiences like I did, are all ways we can help combat the wastefulness and the consumption-driven nature of Valentine's Day. And for those who want to celebrate with friends, a plastic-free Galentine's Day like mine can be a fantastic option. Choose reusable decorations, use sustainable tableware, and encourage experiences over material gifts. That's a great point, Angela. So let's hope that we've inspired our listeners to think differently about celebrations, not just Valentine's Day, but throughout the year. Small changes can make a big impact to our planet. And you might think that as an individual, you're not going to make a difference, But if we all make little changes, the overall collateral impact will be huge. Absolutely. Well, that's the time we have for today on our Green Tribe Talk. Thank you for joining us in this eye-opening discussion. Remember, Green Tribe, love and sustainability go hand in hand. Until next time, stay green and keep making a positive impact on our beautiful planet.